0: So, how's it feel? Back in Texas again for uh, MLW. Mr. Hometown.
1: Man, it is a blessing. We're back in Texas, in Gillies. It's going to be a great turnout. It's going to be some incredible matches, incredible talent here. We're going to have a lot of fun tonight.
0: Heck yeah. You
2: friends and family in attendance for
1: a family? Oh, absolutely. Do I look like somebody with no friends? Like <laughs> They're going to be here. They're going to be in attendance. My mom's coming through, dad, auntie, uncles, best friends, childhood friends. Uh, last time I think we had almost sixty people show up for me, so they're gonna be in the building.
0: What's um, coming back to Texas and, and just knowing the journey that you've taken in MLW, continuing like your kind of dominant streak and everything like that, right. but running into a lot of issues with like fifty-one fifty and everything like that, um, putting that all in perspective, how do you feel like moving forward as like one of the top stars in MLW?
1: First of all, I just want to say fifty-one fifty, you chose the wrong one. OK, you don't ch- attack the judge from behind, let alone from in front. So with that being said, um, there's some big things happening coming up. And uh, 5150, like I said, I'm not the one. But moving forward, the judge wants to go. I need the go. The gold not only looks good around my neck and I say this every time, but it looks good around my waist and that's where it belongs.
2: Any goals beyond this match? today? Or you solely focused on what you got going on in the immediate future?
1: The goal is to continue being dominant, to be undeniable, and show the world that I am that guy. I am who I said I am, and that's the judge.
0: So, for as far as like getting in front of the microphone and having those opportunities to do that stuff and speak in front of the public, mm-hmm. what would you say? is Who's been big inspiration on whether it's in wrestling or outside of wrestling? Who would you say is like your big, big? Oh,
1: Will Smith.
0: <laughs> Definitely, uh,
1: Denzel Washington. I'm a huge Will Smith fan. Um, he, he's been incredible. He's a great actor. I'm a huge Denzel Washington fan. As far as wrestlers, The Rock, uh, The Rock is incredible, both in and out of that ring, um, his acting career and in that ring. I love Booker T. Booker T is amazing. I love his energy. I love his charisma, everything he brings. And so, you know, The Judge is just a combination of everything I watched growing up and just, emulating what I see and just I would like to see emotions emoted if that makes sense absolutely mm-hmm.
2: favorite Denzel film and favorite Will Smith
1: okay uh mm-hmm. favorite Denzel movie is The Equalizer okay oh. um I also like Book of Eli those two are my two favorite movies period mm-hmm. uh Will Smith Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I mean, that series defined my childhood, it defined my personality. Like, I looked up to him big time when I was a kid. You know, there wasn't a lot of black sitcoms, there wasn't a lot of black episodes, there wasn't a lot of black actors that looked like me, and he was a huge inspiration for me when I was a kid, and he still is. You know, I just want to say, everybody makes mistakes, you know, (laughs) and we live in a time where people are quick to get canceled, but I remember when I grew up, you could make a mistake. And you know, you come out and you sincerely apologize, people forgave you. Nowadays, they're quick to cancel, like they don't make mistakes too. A lot of people make mistakes, but you're just not under the microscope of everybody watching you. So I just think that everybody should have enough grace for someone who makes a mistake and don't hold it against them because you too make mistakes. You know, you probably made a mistake this morning when you woke up. (laughs) And so I just, I just want to say that.
0: Now he's going through, and the thing is, like, he's going through a lot of stuff. I think that yeah, we don't know, know about.
1: You, don't, you don't, you never know what anybody's going through. You really don't. Mm-hmm. But that's why I think it's important to be a light and to be positive. It's either you're a giver or you're a taker. And the judge is a giver. I like to give energy. I like to be a positive light. I like to, you know, be an example. I always, I always say, do as I do, not as I say. So if I'm not setting a good example, who am I to tell you what to do?
0: Mm-hmm. You know? I know you're early in your career, too, for a lot of the most part. How does it, like, being a positive light so far, how has that been for you, and what uh, kind of opportunities have you been given to to be able to do that for for people? Oh,
1: man. So um, it's, it's, you know, common knowledge. I played college uh, football. played college basketball my freshman year, and um, one of the biggest things that helped me more than anything was giving back, going to the schools, um, community service. I remember my freshman year, we had uh, four hours of community service that we had to do. And, you know, initially when you hear about it, like, damn, four hours, you're going to here for four hours in this heat. Well, then it quickly turned into like one of the biggest moments of my life. Like we painted a park for underprivileged kids and we, you know, built a park. We did all this stuff for them. And, you know, a lot of them have nothing. They go home to houses. They have no floors. They have grass floors or, you know, they don't have a bed to sleep on. They don't have, uh, you know, anything not no clothes and for us to do this for them just to see the smiles on their face and for them to be so grateful it's really molded who i am as a person i am today i just think it's important to give back and not expect anything back because a lot of people give and it's like oh what i'm doing like nowadays on social media people do good stuff and like yo come record me do this like (laughs) yo your right hand shouldn't know what your left hand is doing sometimes you know what i mean and when i say that it's like you don't have to tell the whole world when you do a good deed you know so. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. EJ, outside of fifty one fifty, do
2: you have your eyes set on here at
1: MLW? Anybody who has gold, that's mine. You know what I'm saying? That's what I want. I want the gold. Kane, I'm coming for you. Hammerstone, we boys, but that gold looks better on me, player. So, you know, there's no heat, there's no problems, but, you know, the judge wants an opportunity. I want the gold. I want all of it.
0: As far as being an MLW, what's been like you, a big standout that makes this uh, promotion company so unique to work for?
1: Uh, just the creativity and all the walks of life and the different wrestling styles. You know, um, there's not just one streamlined vision. It's an encompassing. It's a boiling part pot of a bunch of talent from all over the world. We got Mexico, Japan, you know, California, Canada. Everybody's in the building, and you know, everybody brings their own unique style, and it just creates this masterpiece that you see called MLW.
2: Yeah, you've had, a, you've had a hell of a journey, rather, in the last couple of years. Any one piece of advice? Well, I only been like, here for a year, buddy. <laughs> well, I mean, that <laughs> oh, you number know, Yeah, in career, in yeah, yeah. You've had a hell of a journey in the last couple of years in your career I on the set. Any one piece of advice, or want any compliment from a peer, or uh, anyone like that, that's really stand out? Stood up to you,
1: So that's that's a great question. One of the biggest things that I like to do is I like to go ask people. And people that are where I am, where I want to be. And I go ask them questions like I pick the mind of Cena all the time. I'm texting Edge, like after all my matches, I constantly talk to Edge. You know, I piggyback off my boy, Ricochet. Uh, Apollo. There's a bunch of people who I text, Sydney uh I, Odyssey Jones. Like, these are people that I constantly talk to and say, hey, what do you think about this? And vice versa. You know, they'll bounce things off of me. And we just create. Because creators create. And that's what we do. And we're in a business where you got to constantly keep creating or you're going to get passed up. And so one of the biggest things uh, as far as advice I ask is, you know, if you were to do this again, what are five things you would tell yourself? What are five advice that you would give to yourself? And I've had Cena answer that question. I've had a number of people answer that question. And they gave me some nuggets that I'm not going to give to you for free tonight. <laughs> you can subscribe to my own you know? home <laughs> scale. But, but um, yeah, I've gotten a bunch of things that, you know, help me define who I am.
0: Did you find when you would uh, seek advice from some of the veterans that they um, they didn't have a lot of that happen to them? Like, where have do they? Would you encourage a lot more people to do that? Essentially, too.
1: Yeah, not a lot of people take that opportunity. So, mm-hmm. one story that has already came out is when I was at the uh, PC, Cena came, and he came shortly before Mania, and um, at the time there was like 144 people in the PC. You ask me why, I don't know why there was that many people. But there was 144 people. And Cena took the time out of his busy schedule to talk to us one-on-one individually for as long as we wanted. But it was after practice. And normally we practice ends at two. A lot of people went home. What? A lot of people went home. And you're looking at a future Hall of Famer. We're talking about a GOAT. And people left. I stayed my happy ass there. I waited. And I spoke to Cena, I picked his mind, and this man has nuggets. He's got knowledge, he's been in the game for a number of years, and he's willing to give it to you. But some people just, they, they think they got to figure it out. Once you stop learning is when you stop growing. And so that's one of the biggest things that I, I've taken since I was a kid. My parents said it all the time. like You stop learning, you stop growing. So I'm constantly asking questions, constantly trying to be a better person, constantly trying to be a better judge.
0: How long are you talking for? To have Cena? Yeah.
1: Like 45 minutes.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Almost an hour.
1: Yeah, I was in there for a minute. I was like, hey, look, I waited, I'm gonna be here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna wait. I waited, I'm gonna talk to my boy. Yeah. But uh yeah, he was a good guy, gave incredible knowledge. And you know, there's a number of people like we have coaches like Scotty He was my coach every day. Every day after practice, I'm sitting, he's probably here. I think Scotty's in the building right now. Okay, oh, yeah. I think he's here right now, but Every day after practice, I'd go talk to Scotty and I'd be like, hey, Scotty, is there anything I need to work on? Is there anything you see in me? Is there anything? Any, any of He'd like, hey, only the judge knows how to be the judge, you know? And so just keep working at it. And if I see little things in here, we'll fine tune it. But we're not about to just revamp everything you got going, you know? Yeah. It's like you got a lot of natural ability, a lot of natural charisma. Now we just got to cultivate it.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Have you off that any influences you've had here at MLW that it really kind of
1: helped your journey along? Oh, yeah. Um, I talk to court all the time. Um, balance, I just, just talk talking to him right now. You know, um, she's just, just a wealth of knowledge. Uh, Davey Richards, mm-hmm. he's he's amazing. I just talked to Hammerstone. Hammerstone is incredible. I still want the gold, mm-hmm. but I'm going to still bounce ideas off of him. Uh, Richard Holiday, he's another one. He's a sleeper, man. Richard Holiday is very talented, and he's got a lot of creative ideas. There's just a number, Fatu, Fatu, Fatu is going to be a Hall of Famer, Fatu is an incredible talent, he's he's incredible, and these are guys that I'm constantly talking to and learning from, and like I said, I've only been in the business for two years, so I'm not going to walk around here and beat my chest and act like I know everything, I might be one of the most explosive and most athletic, but there's still levels to this, you know, so, and I inspired to be a damn GOAT myself, a Hall of Famer myself, so.
0: MLW has such so many different styles and stuff like that. What's one kind of style that you're looking forward to going up against?
1: Um, So I've I've gone against technicians. I've gone against lucha uh, powerhouses. Um, I I love it all. There's no one particular. I think you know different styles make awesome matches. Um, So whoever comes with it, you know I'm gonna bring my style. You bring yours, and we are gonna make some magic.
2: You know. Heck yeah. Mm -hmm. As a brand, where do you want to see MLW? This year, even after
1: that. Um, I want to help elevate every division, especially uh, right now the tag division since I'm getting more tag matches. I want to put the tag uh, division on the map. I want it to be constantly talked about um, across social media. I want people talking about it in their household over a Sunday brunch. I want them talking about uh, EJ Duka and Calvin Tankman and how powerful they look in that damn ring. <laughs>
2: Can we see you anywhere else
1: besides MLW? Absolutely. You can see me on Instagram. You can see <laughs> me on Twitter. Uh you can see me on Facebook. Uh, my Instagram name is at Ej underscore. Twitter is at EJ the Judge. Uh TikTok. You know, I'm out here TikToking. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so it's at EJ the Judge on TikTok.
0: How do you like TikTok overall?
1: TikTok is is funny. It, it captures your attention. Right. They they change the algorithm to like minute long yeah i just want 30 seconds i don't need a minute just 30 <laughs> seconds boom next video but it's a it's a good it's a good idea it's working just look how fast it's growing oh yeah just look how fast it's growing i think we should do more tiktoks here <laughs> we should do tiktoks in the ring <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> been
2: a wild last two years i mean this is one of those generic questions gets asked all the time but where do you see yourself in another two years given what you've accomplished already in the last two years. I mean, it's amazing to think the upside. Yeah. You know, from this one forward. Um,
1: I see myself on the top. I see myself as one of the most uh, influential, uh, most dominant, most the undeniable athlete in this sport. What, wherever I am, whoever I'm in front of, I want people to realize this guy is no joke. He came to show up and show out.
0: As far as uh, your career so far in MLW, What's kind of been just your favorite moment? Doesn't have to be part a match or anything in general, but just your a moment that really stands out to you. That bro, okay. When I won
1: the tag team championship, (laughs) there you go. That's that's pretty much the biggest uh, bookmark in my mind right now. When uh, uh, Tank and I went to Grady Cole Center and had that place rocking, and so that finish was awesome. Uh, North Carolina was a time. Shout out to North Carolina, you guys showed us love. I had chills after that (laughs) finish, like. It was an incredible match. We had fun, Uh 5150. I already told y'all, silly asses, I'm not the one. And now I got the goal, and I'm coming for more. So that was uh, one of the biggest moments for me.
0: Heck yeah, man. Mm-hmm. I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say that's the, that was the hottest crowd you've been in front of yet for MLW? or?
1: Uh, Mexico was the hottest crowd. Yeah. Me- Mexico was nuts. It was like 6,000 people in there screaming in english and spanish it was a bilingual chance you know and it was nuts and they were throwing money in the (laughs) ring i didn't even know that was a thing they're throwing money in the ring quarters uh pesos whatever it is yo they were throwing it and it was fun
0: (laughs) yeah what what was it like being in that kind of atmosphere in comparison to wrestling in the states and everything like that
1: the the mexican crowd is incredible they're so like uh they're so eager like they're so invested in the match they're not like looking at it through a, a lens, like a lot of places here, nothing against the United States and the American crowd, but we are so spoiled. Like people here want to know too much and they want to be involved too much and they just don't want to be entertained They're scrutinizing it too much. But in Mexico, they're just like, okay, i bring it. Right? <laughs> you know, they're just like, I'm here. I'm enjoying it. And it was fun. Like, you know, the kids were amazing. There was way more kids than I anticipated. There were, in the building and they're awesome and i and i, I speak a little bit of spanish in poquito, but uh i can understand a little bit what they're saying it, it was amazing um,
0: how, do you, how do you like interacting with kids overall too oh,
1: it, it, it's awesome I'm, I'm a new father right now so my son exodus he's 14 months amazing kid he's uh probably taller than some of you in here already <laughs> my wife is 6'1 so that just lets you know how big he's gonna be but the kid he's a stud and um just being around him and then, you know, seeing other kids, it's just like, wow, that's something I look forward to. And, you know, like I was mentioning earlier about the Will Smith situation, a lot of people don't see people like me in this in this position, you know. And we're in 2022. Although it should change, it hasn't as fast as I wanted it to. But, you know, I'm a role model to a lot of people that don't see a lot of people like me in this position.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only 14 months in, but any chance he follows? as well. Exodus?
1: Time, yes. I'm gonna let him do whatever he wants. You know, I'm not gonna I'm gonna lead him to the well, but I'm not gonna force him to drink it. You know. So whatever he wants to do, what if he wants to start out playing sports, play sports. You wanna play music, play music, wanna paint, paint. But whatever Exodus wants to do, is that is behind him. Although Exodus, I would like you to be an athlete, but you know <laughs> <laughs> I can go force so to do
2: anything. Is he here tonight?
1: No, Exodus is not here tonight. Yeah, unfortunately he was here last show, but he's not here tonight.
2: What was the
1: inspiration behind his name? Uh, biblical. Exodus wow. means uh, mass movement, leader of mass movement. So that's why I named it that. Exodus is the uh, book in the Bible where Moses uh, freed the people and uh, crossed the Red right Sea.
0: That's a great name, too. Yeah. It's a great wrestling name. He
1: doesn't have to change it. Yeah. I Originally, honestly, before he was even born, I wanted my uh, name to be Exodus Judge. And, um they didn't want to let me have it. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying who they is. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, I ended up being something else. But it was a phenomenal name and I was like, Well, Exodus guess what? This is your
0: name? <laughs> <laughs> if you're going okay. Say Exodus uh, doesn't go into sports. Mm-hmm. What would you say is your most artistic aspect? And what's your wife's most artistic aspect?
1: See, my artistic aspect is this right here. You <laughs> I made this shirt. I have made the graphics. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I acid washed it. I did everything here I made. So like I said, creatives create. My wife is an incredible uh designer, interior designer. Um she's very fashion forward. Uh she helps me with uh, you know the dredge is swaggy, but my wife is swaggy her. You know, and so she knows how to dress. Uh, she's very, she's an attorney, so she's very articulate. And so he's gonna get a
2: little bit of that. So um, it's gonna be amazing. And he's
1: he's an athlete. He's gonna be a creative athlete, just like his dad.